Good morning, everyone, and welcome to my new episode of Katie Cast. So yesterday was Brody's first baseball game of the season, and this is our first experience with Kakana Youth Baseball, and so far it's been nothing but positive, and it's been great. Um, they do things a little differently than I've done in the past, and they're a little... I don't want to say hardcore because actually I really, I like when people take sports seriously, if that makes sense, but not too hardcore. And I feel like it's that perfect mix. Um, it did start out with a draft, which um, if you don't remember my earlier podcast, I um, was last minute volunteered asked to be assistant coach so I ended up doing the draft and um we've had a couple practices and um we had our first game last night and can I just tell you I've coached soccer I've coached t-ball I've coached baseball I don't think I've done anything else um I forgot how exhausting it is to coach kids baseball so please the next time you are at a game parents thank those darn coaches because let's just go through my night last night and this is why it's exhausting because it is emotionally maybe exhausting is the correct phrase I'm not exactly sure to say so first of all let's start with my night so the night started with Brody packing his bag which we have plenty of like backpacks he can use. He insisted on a plastic bag and the athlete in me was dying inside. And it was like, oh my gosh, you're the kid showing up to a game with a plastic bag (laughs) when we have perfectly good backpacks and baseball bags that you could be using. Um, He also insisted on packing like wiffle balls. And this is is where the control freak mom and me was just like, all right, you got to let it go, Kate. You can't do this. Um, so that started and we get there and they got their jerseys and that was super exciting for him. And it's so cool. Every sport he has participated in now, he's number five. Like, it's so crazy to me. And these are always randomly, these numbers are randomly given out. So, um, it's actually pretty cool. But, um, so we, we get there and we do a little batting practice and, um, we get on the field and Brad and I, well, mostly Brad, this is all Brad's decision because Brad's head coach and Brad actually knows what's going on. Um, cause I remember having a conversation with Brad a couple weeks prior going, all right, do we want to win or do we want to do the right thing? And he was like, what do you mean? And I go, are we going to, you know, like have every kid at every position or are we going to do the kids like, cause it's really funny at this age, you can see what kids belong at what position. I was like, you know, this kid's got a good arm. Let's put him at third. Um, this kid knows what's going on. Let's put him on first. Cause that's pretty much a lot of what it is though. At this age is them just knowing what's going on and knowing what to do. And you have some kids that did play T-ball the year before you have some kids that haven't played a lick yet. And, um, so Brad's like, Nope, I want, you know, these kids to learn all the positions. I was like, all right, you're the coach that's let's do this. Um, and I don't mean it like, Oh, you're the coach, your decision. I meant, you know, what's best. So especially at this age. So, um, we have our first game last night and that's what he did. He even did like batting order where he picked, he picked just cards. Every kid was assigned a number of a, it was a, sorry, 
It was from the game Sorry. He took a deck from Sorry. And every kid was appointed a number, and that's how we did the lineup. So, um, we play, and we have a wide variety of talent on our team. And when I drafted, I wasn't thinking of age when I drafted, and I should have put a little more thought into it because we have a young team. And when you have a young team, you have kids who have never played before, which is totally fine. And that's totally normal, but the problem is when kids haven't played before, um, you're still teaching them the basics, as in throw it to first. And um, so, you know, and there's good rules on this team. You know, you you can't do more than a base because I'll tell you, last night there would have been just a lot of home runs between both teams when it comes to um, kids just not knowing where to throw, not knowing what to do. Um, So my biggest pet peeve, too, as a coach... And um, with my own son is whining on the field and lack of, I don't want to say trying because he tried, Brody tries, Brody tries really hard. The paying attention, I guess. And like, there's a scoreboard up there. And if I hear one more time, are we losing? And I kept going, yes, we're losing. Like, and I didn't know how to get it across that, like... If you want to win, you have to try. Like, you, it's not, you, you, you don't just depend on the really good kids on the team to, to score. Like, this is a team effort. You both, everyone has to pay attention. Um, and so at one point, we're in the outfield, the coaches are in the field, and um, there was a situation where, well, first, like, the scoreboard, they didn't, count or they didn't report one or two of our scores we had an ump who was keep in mind I'm telling you this to go with the story not to go with like oh my gosh you believe this um we had a 12 or 13 year old kid as an ump and on the scoreboard um I think they forgot to report a score or two which is not a big deal but when you have five and six year olds like that every score on that scoreboard counts even when we were losing by like seven um but um there was one instance where, again, they're five and six-year-olds. Um, we had a kid, I can't remember who, adult, doesn't even matter who it was. Um, we were on defense, so we were on the field. And um, our kids, a lot of the times at this age, is you don't throw it to first. You just run to either tag the player or tag the base. And this was like a fight to first base. Tie it first tags them out we were down by like seven and the kid then dropped the ball I would say five seconds after the play and they called him safe and I'm like these are five-year-olds like give this kid give this kid his moment um which at the same time it works for the other way you know give the kid his first base run but again they were up by like seven points um then there were a couple runs that weren't counted on our part but the kids still made it to home base before we got out at first. So am I right that the, the run still counts, right? And then I found myself getting too into it. 
And it was like, Katie, these are five and six year olds and the ump is 13. Are you going to fight this ump? And it was like, no, you are not going to fight this ump. So these things are all going on internally in your head as you're playing, as you're coaching. Then not only that, it is like herding cats. So these kids are in the dugout and you're trying to get them to pay attention. And you can say their name 17 times that they're up next and they're never ready when they're up next. And then you can't, you can't say more than one kid at a time is up next because then they don't understand of like, you're third, you're on deck. Maybe two or three of the kids get what on deck means. Um, so you literally have to walk the kid from the dugout basically to home plate. And then, like I said, they, they need the helmets on and they never have their helmets when they're ready. And you're, you're literally, you're trying every fiber in your being to not go all mom on them and be like, come on. It's like telling your kids, get your shoes on before school. And then the worst part is, is they're all asking you, when do I bat? When do I bat? You tell them they have no idea when they're batting. So you could walk in and you can be like, uh, Brody, Jordy, Max, Brody will be up to bat and then the kid will come up to me and go, is it my turn? Like it's, it's the most, (laughs) it is, it is having, you know, how? and and then not only top of that, this is the end of the day. So you guys are all shot. You're all, not only are you as a coach shot, but these kids are shot. So it's seven. Half of them are screaming. They want to go home. The other half are screaming. They want water. One kid's got to pee. And and then it, it's just, it's so exhausting because you want to scream 80% of the time. <laughs> and, and then there's me, there's the athlete in me that is watching my kid run. And I'm like, are you skipping to first base? Or are you running? What's happening? And all the frustration. <laughs> And it doesn't matter if your kid's good. It doesn't matter if they're not good. They're all five and six. So they all have the same, the same frustrations. You could be the best player on the team, but when I tell you you're up to bat, you still don't hear me. <laughs> um, so this is going to be a really interesting season. <laughs> and, um. We, I have, it is fun though. It was, it's just, your patience has got to be on point. We had how many coaches? We had four, four coaches basically. We had, um, in the field helping these kids and it's so, I guess it's exhausting to keep a smile on your face, to have everything be encouraging, everything to be positive, to constantly be cheering. Rudy, um, Sam's dad is, um, helping us out too and, he must have said, get in the ready position every time. And I was so tired that I'm like, I can't do it anymore, Rudy. Like, you're, <laughs> you're saying it every time. Like, meaning, like, good for you because I just can't anymore. Like, <laughs> I had given up. Um, but like I said, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then there are some things as Brody's mom. It's, it's very frustrating to watch internally because there are side effects of chemo that are happening. For example, when he runs, this kid runs as fast as he can. And I, and I don't know if that's why. I don't know if he's overcompensating or he's embarrassed or he even understands what's going on. This kid puts his heart and soul 
into running when he is trying and he goes nowhere and they're saying that that may be um the damage the chemo did to his muscles so he has to work those back up because honestly there's no reason that this kid shouldn't be flying um with his size his stature his you know the way he runs um so you know and then the whole clumsiness the kid can't stay on his feet oh my gosh we had kids sliding last night my son one of them that is the most as a parent one of the scariest things to watch because a you know you're not doing it correctly and I don't know how to slide so I'm not teaching them and and b I'm not going to endorse it but these kids watch they they want to they want to show or they want to emulate you know the the pro players oh my gosh watching that kid slide into first base (laughs) he did make it home so that was exciting he made a run in to watch him get on second base and cheer for himself it was a really cool thing so um yeah you'll be hearing the adventures of Kikana baseball like I said, it's 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 a well organized thing though. So I like I'm really impressed with the program and um, these kids are doing it right. The Gacon is doing it right, um, and these kids are learning from it. So that's really cool. And um, we finished soccer before we went to Punta Cana, so he's done with that. Um, still doing his karate thing, which I think that's my favorite one. Um, which I'm surprised because I wouldn't have thought that. Um, what else do we have? I think that's it for now, and then we'll sign him up for football. And, um, I just, it's funny. We're down to, um, one sport right now, one sport and well, and karate is a sport too. So two sports and this is so, we're so bored. It's so funny. We're just kind of, we're, we're twiddling our thumbs three nights a week because we don't have anything going on where we went from having play practice to soccer, to baseball, to swimming lessons, to karate. And now this, and it's like, Oh, we got nothing going on today. Now we got to find things to do. So, um, if you have any suggestions of fun things to do that don't cost a lot of money in the area, that would be awesome because I can only go to the pool, bowling, and what else, library so many times. And I'm not a zoo person. I'll probably take him once at some point this summer. Um, when does raspberry picking start? Cause I do want to figure out, I do want to do raspberry picking. I've never done that. We've done, we did do strawberry picking this year and I think it's too late now. Um, so my next best thing would be raspberry picking. So, um, if anyone knows of any of that stuff, let me know, Facebook me or email me katie.shirk, S-C-H-U-R-K at W-I-X-X.com. And I hope everyone has a great week. I hope everyone had a great 4th of July. We, we kind of laid low this year because, you know, there's always one neighbor that ruins it for everyone. And, um, we still had a really good time. We spent it with um, family friends and um, we did do some fireworks that I provided. I ran out to American tradition and um, gosh, they know how to put on a good show. So um, like I said, I hope everyone had a great 4th of July and oh my gosh, we're getting into mid July already. Isn't that crazy? Oh, summer's almost done. You guys, I hate to be that person. Like it's so sad. Now I drive into work and it's not light out anymore. So Anyways, I hope everyone has a great week and we will talk to you soon.